When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 1144, Minimalism and Happiness Through Scientific Eyes by Lee Hughes with TheMinimalist.com and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Monday, welcome back to Optimal Living Daily or the OLD podcast where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from, mostly covering personal development and minimalism on this show. We cover a bunch of other topics in the Optimal Living Daily podcast network, which includes four other shows. Definitely subscribe to those if you like this one. Today I have a post from The Minimalist, but it's from a guest author there, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Minimalism and Happiness Through Scientific Eyes by Lee Hughes with TheMinimalist.com. Minimalism and happiness. Is there evidence of a connection? Can money and materialism bring happiness? Can minimalism bring happiness? P. Brickman in the 70s conducted a study in which he investigated the level of happiness of people whose financial dreams had come true. He found that those who had won millions on the lottery were no happier than his control group who meet their basic needs. Money can buy short-term happiness, but you will eventually turn to your level of happiness before financial gain. This puts you in a vicious materialistic circle in which you strive to achieve long-term happiness through the constant purchase of material items. Not healthy. How can you beat this vicious cycle? First, you must understand the roots of materialism. According to a study from Chaplin and John, 2007, there is a strong link between low self-esteem and materialism, usually derived early in childhood, and that low self-esteem causes materialistic tendencies. But it's not just about buying material goods for yourself. A study from Dunn in 2008 showed that it's how we spend the money that can determine how happy we feel. They go on to say, quote, while much research has examined the effect of income on happiness, we suggest that how people spend their money may be at least as important as how much money they earn. Specifically, we hypothesize that spending money on other people may have a more positive impact on happiness than spending money on oneself. Providing converging evidence for this hypothesis, we found that spending more of one's income on others predicted greater happiness both cross-sectionally in a nationally representative survey study and longitudinally in a field study of windfall spending. Finally, participants who were randomly assigned to spend money on others experienced greater happiness than those assigned to spend money on themselves, end quote. Okay, so what does this have to do with minimalism? Well, to quote Colin Wright, quote, what minimalism is really all about is a reassessment of your priorities so that you can strip away the excess stuff, the possessions and ideas and relationships and activities that don't bring value to your life, end quote. 
With this stripping away, you find yourself doing more with less. You find you no longer waste money on and potentially you can use this extra money or your extra time from stripping away draining relationships into more experiences. Boredom and comfort are the enemy. So is there any actual evidence for this or is this just another bullshit blog post just chatting random shit? Yes, there is evidence. Van Boven and Gilvick in 2003 conducted a national survey asking people to rate according to how happy their purchase had been. One group had bought a product, the other an experience. The results clearly showed that the group who had described and rated the purchase of an experience had higher levels of mood. Quote, do experiences make people happier than material possessions? In two surveys, respondents from various demographic groups indicated that experiential purchases, those made with the primary intention of acquiring a life experience, made them happier than material purchases. In a follow-up laboratory experiment, participants experienced more positive feelings after pondering an experiential purchase than after pondering a material purchase. In another experiment, participants were more likely to anticipate that experiences would make them happier than material possessions after adopting a temporally distant versus a temporally proximate perspective. The discussion focuses on evidence that experiences make people happier because they are more open to positive reinterpretations, are a more meaningful part of one's identity, and contribute more to successful social relationships, end quote. So the evidence points towards a strong link between happiness and social relationships. This comes of no surprise considering our evolution. During our evolution, we stayed in social groups. Our Dunbar suggests that this group living could have been one of the causes of the evolution of language, something that made us excel as a species. We need other people. This is what experiences give us, the opportunity to share experiences with other people, while the purchase of material items can isolate you from others. What about the roles of neurotransmitters into experiences? Well, when we have new experiences, we often have excitement as we have never done it before. Once we undergo excitement, the brain releases endorphins, which are endogenous opioid peptides that function as neurotransmitters. This chemical is well known for the well-being state it creates in humans. Excitement caused by new experiences releases endorphins and creates a state of happiness which can be increased with minimalism by stripping away the fat and letting new worthwhile experiences in. So, does minimalism create happiness? Does it improve your life? I never said that. Minimalism is subjective for a lot of people. It would be foolish to try and pinpoint something as broad and vast as happiness into one cause. Rather, minimalism is a tool. What minimalism can do, though, is strip away the fat and leave you with a newfound financial freedom that you can use for new experiences. Experiences that you can share and enjoy with other people. You just listened to the post titled Minimalism and Happiness Through Scientific Eyes by Lee Hughes with TheMinimalist.com. Definitely true for me. I tracked my mood a few years back, every single day ranking it on a scale of one to 10 and then also wrote down what I did that day. And all the high point days were being around other people whose company I enjoy. Rarely had to do with material purchases, if at all. Something to think about and possibly an experiment you can try for yourself. And I actually narrated the minimalist audiobooks, all three of them. And the minimalists were kind enough to give me 60 of their books, 20 of each of their books. So I've been giving those away to random people on my mailing list, a simple weekly newsletter with life tips and quotes plus what's going on in my life and with the podcast. So if you're not already on that mailing list, now's a good time to join. Just visit oldpodcast.com and enter your email address to be in those raffles. 
You'll also get other freebies from me like spreadsheet tools. And whenever I find other helpful free resources, I share them in that newsletter. So again, just come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address there to join. It's totally free. And do that in the next couple days because the next drawing is on February 1st at midnight. I'll leave it at that. Hope your week is off to a great start. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show. It really means a lot. And I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where your optimal life awaits.